What's up, everybody? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> baby. We're going to talk about some fucked up stuff, dudes. And you're going to hate slash love it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to change your mind about a product you might have in your household at this very second. I mean, I think I do. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it just make uh, it's going to make you aware of something you didn't know about a household product. We're here to teach you things. Yes. Okay. Not like yeah. in a professional way or like No, you it's know. loosely researched. And, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more just fun. It's uh, entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it's still no biz January in full effect. <laughs> yep. So, we'll just uh Swing push. past the biz. Yeah, we're going to push past that because we are ignoring responsibilities for this entire month. We're still not ready. Nope, we still got a few days left Yeah, right now, and it's nice. I don't even know what kind of biz we'll have in February, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll um, see. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the only biz is just to go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. And check it out. Check it out. Uh, we got bandanas, you guys. Oh, oh yes. Bandana. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our bandanas are amazing. They're tight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Amanda of Close Call Studios. This is not our biz. It's her biz. Um, mm-hmm. But she's doing a, a release in at Ooh. the beginning of February. Um, and sweet she's gonna release. release. Yeah, sweet release. All new merch. I'm very excited. Um, I forget what day it is. Just follow at Close Call Studio on Instagram. Do it up. My part Do is it up. so weird right now. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Erin like, got seen... a new microphone. Doesn't she sound just – oh, <laughs> my God. Like, oh, my God. Were you? Did you turn this on? You're like, is this NPR? Is this, like, the most professional podcast I've ever heard in my life? Welcome to 88.5 <gasps> WAMU. Oh, my God. Washington, you sound D.C. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> That's no. my, that was my old local NPR station. But matched <laughs> with the microphone, it sounded <laughs> legit. <laughs> It's great. Oh, my God. It's what? great. I, you know, we've been doing this for so long. We are yeah. upgrading our microphones. Yeah. Nicole's still picking one out. I'm, um, humming, I'm humming and hawing. Hemming and hawing, but I just went ahead and... Erin pulled, the, pulled trigger. the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not reading a thousand reviews like I am and watching all the, all the videos, even though I think I know what I'm going to do, but it's like, I'm just, just dragging my feet. You just are a cautious purchaser. Yeah. I have lost caution about buying things. Um, I used to be extremely frugal and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still like kind of frugal, but not yeah. really anymore. Um, yeah. And just like read every single review, whatever. I still do read a lot of reviews, but you know. I know. Now I'm just like, listen, YOLO. Yeah. What happens, happens. YOLO those stonks. <laughs> Oh, my God. Have you guys been paying attention to this GameStop shit? My God. I, c- I kind of want to do like an Instagram live where we just talk about it and just like it. I love it. I love, I love it. it so much. I fucking hate Wall Street. I think it's so funny. And obviously there's a problem if people on Reddit are able Ooh. to just like jump in there and be like, oh, let me see how to fuck with you guys. Well, and I mean – these people aren't stupid on Reddit. They're not just like no, no. You yeah. know, they're they've been studying this shit for a while, and they yeah. like they've been poking around the the castle walls for mm-hmm. a while. And uh, hedge funds are are true fucking. This is like the shit that like fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Oops, is is talking about here. Yeah, like yeah. These people are betting that companies will just decrease in value and they're betting on that and it's like man it seems really un-american and unpatriotic yeah you know it's rude it's like oh let's see if we can just like crush everyone Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just i've seen so many fun memes and videos about just like making fun of the wall street guys and just like oh no you have to think of the you have to think of these poor hedge fund managers who i have have uh, secret families they need to take care yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> like, how am I going to feed my coke habit? And, uh, but the titties, the titties. <laughs> mm, it's so my dumb. seven boats, I'm going to have to sell three of them. 
three of them yeah oh my god i oh, know my favorite boat has to go for <laughs> for auction these fucking people i uh, love it i love it and it's all these people that are getting gross. getting in on it are are just and like they're not it's not even like about making money at this point no for for these like redditors and stuff yeah it's like it's just about driving the, the fucking with fund. people dude it's, it's trolling it's, these are internet people okay <sighs> they know how to troll all right 100 percent. and they're they, doing it and that's what feeds them that's what they're after but it's like also this camaraderie that's like yeah. fuck these guys like yeah and i love it I love it. We should all be on board. Honestly, I'm like, uh, how come we're not out in the streets protesting yet that like this shit's being shut down like today? Oh, there's there is going to be a huge cla- class action lawsuit, I think, yeah. against Robin Hood and all these like other um, like platforms trade, that you can yeah, trade on. Yeah, those apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm here for it. <sighs> they were like, no, like they're like we want like the rich people to exploit the loopholes not the poor people yeah like what are you doing not like Wait. that <laughs> uh hello hedge fund how have the poor's figured out how to do this i thought oh. we were the only ones who could do it oh no but my boats my boats my boats <laughs> but i but i was supposed to be on below deck next season yachting in the mediterranean <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's so dumb. Oh, I love it. What yeah. a what a time. My God, we have just really hit the ground running here in January. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, uh, we saw I, – uh, I looked over at Pete's computer earlier, and he had, like, a full screen of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. On Twitch? Yeah. And I was watching, watching her. Yeah, You were? Uh, and I was like – First of all, she's just the coolest because she's just a normal person and she's like, I, this isn't right, like, at every turn. Whenever she sees something, she says something she's a true New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, what are you watching? And then I was like, I love this woman because she's doing it right. She's like, you she's know what? She's meeting people where they are and, yes. like, just... She's not being old and stodgy and she's mm-hmm. not old, so that's why. But also, it's just like, yeah, be on Twitch. Talk to people on Twitch. Talk to people on your Instagram live. Like... Yeah. Fucking use your platform. Connect with people. Especially right now when you can't be meeting in person. It's like this is what you're supposed to be doing. And also fucking get after Ted Cruz. Oh my God. It is my actual new kink where she just like cyber bullies Ted Cruz and these other Republican assholes. Me too. Like it is. Yeah. My God. Things are hot. My nipples are hard. Oh yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all these, uh, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. absolute, absolute evisceration of these stupid assholes. Like oh they don't, well, I don't know what they're thinking trying to engage with her on social media. Like, yeah, you're not like, going to win. No. Oh my God. Uh, it's like one of my favorite quotes from the movie Home for the Holidays. Robert Downey Jr. says to Joanne, his sister, who they just accidentally lifted the turkey over, the turkey carcass and it greased her all over it's so funny i don't funny. think i've seen that movie <gasps> oh my god it is one of my all-time favorite movies how have it, i never seen this what the i fuck? don't know home for the holidays it's so good it's very it's a very sincere and just like you will relate to it so hard oh, it's yeah. just like about aging and like our parents and our family and stuff mm-hmm. and he's like don't mess with me you'll lose You'll lose. Like, cause she's like trying to come at him and be like rude. And he's like, don't mess with me. And she's just like, mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to win. <laughs> and he does. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, what a, a less, a lesson for all. Um, yeah. Just don't fuck with people who are better at things than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like, you, you could, could try be and right. be competitive, but like, don't act like you're better. <laughs> just scream inside your heart, you know. Just do that. <laughs> it's what we're all doing all the time right now. All the time. Oh my god. Well, on that note, do you have anything fucked up this week? I don't. Let's get into it. All right. Cool. Or do um, you have something fucked up? No. Just yeah. You know, wish I would have gotten in on GameStop. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. Well fair <laughs> yikes uh, well I guess I guess something fucked up like 
overarching for both of us is that it's been mm-hmm. so fucking cold lately. Yeah. And like California cold is like not the same kind of cold, but it's like it's actually kind of cold. It's almost colder though because you uh, like temperature wise it's not, but we just are never prepared for the cold, so it hits harder, you yeah. know. Um yeah, five, it was like down in the 40s the other day. That's not that's nothing to be That's cold. That's cold. At the um, beach in Southern California, that's cold. It gets in your bones. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, so I've been really cold lately and I need a bath or a shower every night to warm my bones up. Mm-hmm. And I've been drinking a lot of tea to soothe Ooh. my cold ass ass. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and he was <laughs> what is the quote? And he was assassinated in his head. His head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the lie? There is none. Yeah, no, um, no, you, you're right. Uh, so that brings us to today's topic, which is about tea, specifically mm. a cult that started a tea company, and not just any tea company, Mm-mm. Celestial Seasonings, mm. one of the biggest tea companies in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, this topic was posted by a Christy in the Facebook group, and we immediately jumped down the rabbit hole on this to do an episode. I got very excited about this. Mm-hmm. I love a cult. We I love, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all it's just really hitting a lot of lot of notes for me. Is this my new kink? Maybe five seconds later. It tea might cults? be tea cults. I don't know. You might be horrified to find that it is uh, it's a lot. Um It's not a fun cult. It's not an a lot of cults aren't fun, but what I mean by that is it's not like a space cult, let's kill ourselves for like a comet. It's or like a sex worse. cult where you're like, everybody's yeah. fucking each other. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think any of that's going on. No, it's wor- It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, yeah. It is more racist and bizarre <laughs> than I thought it was going to be for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, and also before we jump into this topic, I just want to shout out uh, – Megan Giller, who wrote an amazing in-depth piece back in 2016 about Celestial Seasonings founders Mm -hmm. and their adherence to this fringy text and belief system uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, This this article that she wrote caught the attention of of several different publications, and Mm. most of the the articles that I read reference the piece that she did. Oh, yeah, cool. And they have their own, like you know. They fill in bits and pieces of it on their own, but like she did a very, very, very good job. And mm-hmm. most every art- article that you read about it will reference her her um, original article because I don't think anybody really knew about this. I love or may- it. Or maybe they did and they started to read about it and they got bored or something. I don't know. <laughs> How do you get bored? I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's just give you a little bit bit of background about Celestial Seasonings, the company. Ugh. Um. It's tea, not uh like, you know, food seasoning. Which <laughs> yeah, I don't. The name doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it does because I guess tea is like an herb, and herbs are seasonings. But yeah, but it's not like seasonings you put on food. It's it's yeah, it's herbs you make teas with. Um. Sure. Sure. So, so Celestial Seasonings is America's number one tea manufacturer. I did not mm-hmm. know this, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's very interesting. Um, they're you know in, why? Because of that sleepy time shit, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's their flagship tea. Um, they are based in Boulder, Colorado, and they specialize in herbal teas, but they also do a black tea, a green tea, white tea blends, chai, um, they do all these, all the like hip modern teas as well. But they started out with <laughs> everything herbal on tea. the tea spectrum. Yeah, they hit, whatever you want. But especially the white tea, if you know what I mean. Mm hmm. We're going to get to that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, they make about 100 million each year. That's so much fucking tea <laughs> you know why because the margins on tea are huge you put some fucking old leaves in a little sack done that's done. it how how much money could how much money could the production on a box of tea bags be pennies oh, pennies literally I mean, pennies. yeah it's basically it's like leftover old herbs i mean listen celestial seasoning sleepy time tea yeah. Is the number one best-selling specialty tea of all time. 
Yeah. Makes sense. You can't you can't tell me that shit's not good. I don't I'm not a tea person, I will say. Oh. The only tea I drink mo- mostly uh is peppermint tea. We have a uh, sleepy time tea in our house right now. I don't have that. Pete people have it, but I always just have peppermint. Um, For like a occasional stomach upset or just mm. like a digestive um yeah. We have a entire an entire drawer full of tea like it's Mm. overflowing with tea we we're big tea drinkers we're big coffee drinkers Um, yeah uh, but tea is that is and we have all different brands like we're not like loyal to any brand but I I don't know that you don't have have a celestial seasonings rack I don't I have (laughs) I'm a big uh Tazo Numi um you know yeah there's a low yeah, I, I like a Bigelow uh, black tea. Lipton? No Lipton. Wow. No, I think we actually do have some Lipton, like, mm. you know. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know how y'all feel about tea, but mm-hmm. we are a, we, we have a kettle, like an electric kettle. We don't fuck mm-hmm. around. We're like, mm-hmm. we're real tea drinkers here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you but you probably grew up with Sleepy Time Tea if you live in the States. you Your mom drank it in the 80s and 90s. Uh, and she would give it to you before bed, so you go the fuck to sleep. Mm-hmm. Who makes constant common? C- constant common. Comet. Is that is that Bigelow? Constant common. Is that like Commons tea? It's like if Common, the rapper, did a partnership with a tea company. He just does like the. Um, we always make fun of the uh, Microsoft Surface uh, commercial. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You know who's not making fun of it? Common. Because he got paid so much money to do that. He's like, I don't Less. care. <laughs> yeah. Less. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, yeah. So, oh, and Celestial Seasonings uh, is, I think, one of the first tea companies uh, that put those cute little inspirational mm. quotes on the tea tag. Okay. You know, the little, like, paper part that you dip, dip, yeah. dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they have all these quotes on their little t- tea tags um, mm. that are pretty innocuous, whatever. Or mm. are they? Mm. Dun, um, dun, dun. So Celestial Seasonings was found founded by Mo Siegel, John Hay, Peggy Clute, and some other hippies who started gathering <laughs> herbs and flowers in the mountains of, around Boulder and selling them to local health food stores in 1969. So just picture these like hippie ass people running around in the forest, grabbing, uh-huh. you know, foraging herbs. Yep, probably naked. Yeah, titties out, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they they like developed a blend of of herbs that was like very fucking legit, mm-hmm. and that became I think sleepy time tea. Yeah, proprietary yeah. blend of mm-hmm. eleven herbs and spices, basically. Uh, yeah, if you, I feel like this is as vanilla as we're going to get. Cause like from here, like if you thought this episode was going to be sleepy time, you're wrong. No, it's not a sleepy episode. Um, no, there's some shit. There's some here. shit. So the name of the company was allegedly derived from co-founder Lucinda Zizings, <laughs> um, nickname, allegedly. It's- Everybody was just super rude, and we're like, yeah, we don't know how to say your last name, so we're going to call you Seasonings. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What a bunch of assholes. Zings. Yeah. Oh, Zings. Okay. But they're like, you mean Seasonings? Yeah. Oh, what a bunch of rudes. Oh. Rude dudes. Um, (laughs) But that is allegedly because there might be another reason they named it Celestial. Mm. So Mo Siegel and John Hay, the two of the founders, mm-hmm. were avid believers in a New Age Bible called the Urant- Urantia Book, mm. which follows which followers call an epical revelation authored solely by celestial beings. Mm. Uh oh, alien hippies. <laughs> mm. It's um, a New Age Bible, and these people were into it, two of the founders. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know what a New Age Bible is, but it's not good. 
No, that's the scariest phrase I've ever heard in my life. Honestly, yeah. I'm just picturing like Kenny G as a reverend. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, you- <laughs> he's just like he's modern jazz. He's not even like new oh, age. He, oh, he isn't. Who's new age? Um, Anya. Come yeah. sail away, sail away, yeah. sail away. <laughs> Celestial seasoning, celestial seasoning. That's too many syllables, yeah, yeah. but you get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. I, I know what you're going for. But it's yeah. soft hits. It's soft hits. Yeah, it was definitely like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carolyn McDougal, uh, one of the company's employees, she was the fifth employee, said mm. about the book – this um, special New Age Bible that they the two dudes followed. She the said, UB? Yeah. Mo and John used it as a guiding principle and continually quoted from the Urantia book. Mm. At staff meetings, they would, use, they would use quotes to bolster their arguments. Quote, it was a guide for making sure of the moral values that underlay the company at that time. Mm. So those Mm-mm. cute little quotes on the tea bags all inspired by the Urantia book. And we'll tell you why that's a big yikes. Oh, I I wouldn't like – I don't care what book it is. I don't care if it's fucking Reese Witherspoon's book club, Southern book. Greetings or whatever yeah. whatever book she wrote, uh, Southern something. I, if you are my boss and you're coming to every meeting and you're quoting from the same book every time, I'm going to be very suspicious. Well, this book was massive. I think it was like over 5,000 pages and weighed yeah. like many pounds. <laughs> 5,000 pages were. Yeah. It was like a lot. Uh, yeah. So there was like a, there was a lot of info in this book, but mm. um, suffice to say, this book was a fucking insane. Mm. Um, it was like, I'm talking, it's not an actual, it's not comparable to a Bible. They just said that because... It's the easiest way for like, people to kind of understand the concept. It's yeah. more insane than Dianetics. Oh. There's aliens. There's new – there's there's universes. There's – it's like Dune times <laughs> Dianetics times – I don't know what else. It, it is all over the place. Vampire um, Diaries times oh, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Is Vampire Diaries a book? No, Twilight I'm thinking. It's but, it's it's got it's got so much stuff in it. In yeah. fact, I truly believe that L. Ron Hubbard read this shit. Said, "quote This is too wild. I'm gonna just pick up some of the things, <laughs> the fun stuff in here, and I'm gonna write my own book that's like a little bit more focused with weird yeah. aliens and make a cult out of it." Like he read yeah. this and was like, "Let's pare it down a little bit." He Let's- read this and was like, "I don't know that anyone's gonna believe this, but you know what? If we just like distill this down a little bit, take yeah, it, take the good parts." Yeah, let's pare it down. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, the Urantia book claims to be authored by supermortal celestial be- beings through an unnamed, quote, human subject who conveyed messages from them, from the celestial beings in his sleep. Yikes. Um, Where'd they get the name? Because that's a mouthful. I don't know. It sucks. Well, I'll tell you. Well, it's in the book, but Mm-mm. it's a made up word. Um. Uh, yeah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, but then some of the made-up words in this in this book are like so lazy, and I'll we'll, um, you'll see which ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a prominent Chicago psychiatrist, uh, mm-hmm. Doctor William S. Sadler, mm-hmm. privately transcribed the messages, uh, the contactees messages, and in 1923 assembled a small group to study the messages while hiding the contactees' name and identity. So there was a person who was sleeping, getting quote unquote messages from celestial alien beings and like saying them in his sleep, mm-hmm. like speaking the messages in his sleep from the celestial beings. And this doctor, Dr. Sadler, was t- trans- transcribing them. And then mm-hmm. he formed a little book club around him, <laughs> <laughs> around the, the the notes he would take. Mm. Um so he kept the person's like name and identity secret, but mm-hmm. I think some some people like dug into this and sussed it out at mm-hmm. a later time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because he was like, my neighbor, oops, crossed it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just has the line through it. I'll tell you exactly who it was that he <laughs> was getting this from in a second. <laughs> uh, well, the super mortals, the celestial beings, describe themselves as, themselves as extraterrestrials from other planets and star systems. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, and their name for Earth that we live on is mm-hmm. Urantia. Urantia. Mm. Um, so that's where that comes from. They claim to have been observing and guiding the evolution of our planet. Mm-hmm. Like Adam and Eve, we learn, were actually transported here from the planet Jerusalem. Mm. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. Familiar. <laughs> See what I'm saying about some of the made-up words being like, for sure. Made like, up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they and these aliens say that Christian 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 dumb has distorted the true nature and teachings of Jesus Christ. And the time is now ripe for mankind to receive this epical revelation. Mm. So the what makes it a new age Bible is that like it does believe in Jesus. So, oh, okay, but just like a different version of Jesus, alien Jesus, yeah. I believe there's a section in the book that goes through all 36 years of Jesus's life, like mm. in detail, like each year of his life. <laughs> um, just like a real autobiography, biography, not an autobiography, right. an autobiography <laughs> is what you write yourself. So, maybe I don't know what if one of those extraterrestrial beings is Jesus talking through this dude. Yeah, Who knows? Writing about his own uh, his autobiographying. Yeah, each his own text. Each year of his his life. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so that's kind of like a little bit of the background of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you're thinking, well, who is this guy that's like dream speaking this this text? <laughs> <laughs> the un- the quote unnamed contactee that Doctor Sadler was getting all of this alien info was likely his brother in law, mm. Wilfred Custer Kellogg who lived with the Sadlers in Chicago. Wilfred was the nephew of W.K. Kellogg. Oh, no. The cornflake king. (laughs) You guys, this is all coming back to the Kelloggs. Oh, my God. Which we've done. We did an episode on that. I really loved. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Oh so my that's God. that's the guy that's dream speaking this alien like knowledge on um, PS on hella psychotics. Yeah, yeah. He was tripping out of his mind um, when he, he when he was telling Doctor Sadler and dream speaking mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doctor Sadler got his start working for Doctor John H Kellogg at the famous Battle Creek Sanitarium. Oh my God. Which went under because it didn't it eventually explode or light on fire or something? I mean, I think their cornflake business just got too, <laughs> too good. <laughs> They're like, we're done here. Something yeah. happened to the um, sanatorium, I thought. Sanitarium. I said I did the same thing and DJ was making fun of me. He's like, oh, the Rick Santorum. <laughs> Like, no, god damn it. <laughs> Sanitarium, uh, where you go to become sane, honestly. That yeah, that was such a fun episode. I want to revisit that. Yeah, it was really fun. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. But after learning about the Kellogg's, we mm-hmm. know that they were very into eugenics, mm-hmm. and so was Dr. Sadler. Uh more on this in a little bit, but uh mm-hmm. It's just it's all it's all coming. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the book. Um Yeah. And and how and why it's uh starting to get more and more racist. I feel like honestly, like what we're building towards, like the pressure that we're building towards of eugenics, it's like, man, just rub one out. Like we know now we know it's like, oh, this the sanitarium was like where you go and you don't masturbate unless mm-hmm. you're a, wo- a woman and then you have, like, hysterics or whatever and then they have to masturbate you. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like, I think everybody's feeling a little repressed. 
a little mm. too repressed. Everyone needs to let loose a little more and like live their lives. Yeah, it could have all just been avoided if a little yeah. a little masturbation had taken place, I think. Oh my god, a little. <laughs> just like it people a- just get too serious about shit. Like yeah. just just meditate, relax. Mm-hmm. Just let it go, you know. Yes, yeah. But um so there's a bunch more bullshit. So back to the book. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch more bullshit in the book about how there have been many, many sons of God like Jesus on many different planets because there are a billion worlds. Mm. And I mean, multiverse, sure. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, one Jesus, mm, a lot of Jesuses, yeah. That makes more sense to me somehow because yeah. it's an infinite universe. That's true. I mean, he's not special. um yeah so (laughs) eventually uh each of these worlds like what what is being built towards in this philosophy in this book Mm -hmm. is that each of these worlds will eventually have a hundred hundred thousand local universes with 10 million inhabited planets wow okay that's a Um, lot of people i mean crazy Mm. Uh, so since our earth our earth is called urantia and it's number 606 in a planetary group called called satania (laughs) again i think they meant to make it 666 yeah they're like 606 yeah Yeah. they're like we'll put an o in the middle to throw people off (laughs) and the headquarters is called jerusalem Mm mm-hmm uh, and when we die, we're reincarnated from planet to planet, then finally to paradise where the deity lives. Um, Whoa. And there's oh a little, there's a little piece of the deity in each of us called a quote thought adjuster. Mm. This sounds like Thetans to me. <sighs> yes. But are Thetans bad in Scientology? They're bad, right? You have to like cleanse them or do you just have to like make amends with them? Do you befriend idea. them? Yeah, we don't know. I think uh, you're supposed to like, that's how you go clear is you get all the yeah. thetans out. Well, if you have a piece of the deity though, that sounds like a good thetan to me almost. Yeah. It's like a good, like if you have a piece of the deity with you, oh my God, that's your little guardian angel. I mean, that's fun. Like I like, I, th- so far this is like great yeah, sci-fi. It's fun, it's yeah. fun whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And I guess Lucifer, Satan, Melik, Melisedek, I guess that's a demon. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Adam and Eve and Jesus are all extraterrestrial beings who have visited Earth. Yeah. every Everyone's in here. Everyone has a role in here. Everyone has a role in the UB. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all in this together in the mm-hmm. in the Urantia. Mm-hmm. Um so while all this sounds very silly. Keep in mind that Dr. William Sadler and the people he was supposedly transcribing and studying all this alien caca with loved eugenics, and they were gigantic, gigantic racists. Mm, I mean, so we like, knew it was coming. He was a Kellogg fan. He was like a Kellogg intern. <laughs> he was like out masturbating for cornflakes. <laughs> He was he was slapping people's hands away from their peepees for corn. Yeah, flakes. yeah. Unless it was a hysterical woman, and then he was fingering them, probably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so Doctor Sadler had his ideas about eugenics, um, mm. but even his wife was very into it. Um, oh yeah, she had her own like brand of racism, and she like would go she was like very involved they were very prominent in the in the chicago society during this time because they're she he was a doctor yeah she was like in in a society lady so she'd go to these like oh she wasn't a doctor too she might have been i okay i mean they didn't let women be doctors back then so probably not i mean who knows yeah but she she was into it too and she'd go to like these women's groups and speak on uh you know yeah on all this yeah, she. I think she even uh, all of this is very well documented because she wrote, um, she wrote this all down and published it in like a pamphlet or some sort of like short poem. Uh, <laughs> <A> poem. <laughs> I don't know what it a was. A racist poem. A racist poem. Uh, but she wrote about eugenics that it would if if 
they were to like save the better people, I don't know how they worded it, um, they would wipe out at least 90% of crime, insanity, feeble-mindedness, moronism, and abnormal sexuality, not to mention many other forms of defectiveness and degeneracy. Thus, within a century, our asylums, prisons, and state hospitals would be largely emptied of their present victims of human woe and misery. Yikes. Also, this is not um, mesh well with what the Kellogg's were doing. It's like a little bit off because like the Kellogg's and the sanitarium, they that was a lot of white people. And they were all losing it. Yeah. They were like, why? Yeah. Like, what's. <laughs> wait. Yeah. What? How does yeah. this. Square? How does this. This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But who knows? We She's crazy. Yeah. Um, they believe that illness was caused by evil, mm. which is very quiverful E. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and um, quiverful is very white. Yeah. So. Yeah. Check out our episode our two episodes on the Duggars. <laughs> the oh, did we do two? Yeah, I think we I think we did a follow up episode after mm, we had mm-hmm. some um new members join that like relayed some of their experiences oh. of being in the quiverful movement. movement. Yeah. Or religion. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was wild. Cause the Duggars, for anyone who needs a refresher, are part of the quiverful movement and your quiverful is like having a f- like a full uh, backpack. I don't know what it's called. Quiver. Of arrows. Quiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the quivers aren't the arrows. It's the holder. Yeah, I think so. The oh, okay. Arrows, the arrows are out. what goes in the quiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. That checks out. That checks out. Well, this is like this is like the early kind of uh, yeah. groundwork for that specific. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. religion yeah, yeah, yeah um i mean it's all kind of the same it's all kind of fringy mm-hmm. in its own ways so um but at any rate yeah dr sadler himself uh along with his wife published three eugenicist eugenicist eugenics mm-hmm. eugenicist books um one was called long heads and round heads or <laughs> what's the matter with germany excuse me <laughs> That is one he published in 1918. My God. Oh, my God. uh, The next one he published was Racial Decadence, an Examination Mm. of the Causes of Racial Degeneration in the United States. That one was 1922. And the third book he published was The Truth About Heredity Heredity, uh, in 1927. Um, And then all the while he's doing these translations or you know transcribing these celestial beings words into a tons and tons of notes which eventually become the urantia Mm. um so the the urantia book echoes the ideas presented in in his books Mm. and in some cases it reproduces the text word for word so he's like plagiarizing himself uh he's like just adding he's just like basically putting his books into this huge tome. Yeah. Um, He's like flushing each idea out a little bit further, but still having it be the meat. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a chalupa of, of (laughs) racism. It's like a double decker taco. taco. And then it's a triple decker taco. And then it's a quadru. Like he just keeps adding layers and now it's a seven layer dip. And, all of it's just racist. In this book, in this in the Urantia. Um, it's, and all it's, of it's just mayonnaise. The Taco Bell Urantia. <laughs> oh my God. Just it's your fourth much. meal. Yeah. It's just too oh. much. <laughs> hey. Oh, you know what sounds really good right now? Oh my God, what? It's a Taco Bell Urantia. It's seven layers of bullshit. First layer is a white tortilla, and then it's covered with mayonnaise, and then it has ground flavorless chicken, and then on top of that is sour cream, and then on top of that is oatmeal, and, and then powdered layer- beans. <laughs> and, and for a limited, of- <laughs> what? I was gonna say, and for a limited time only, you can get Cool Ranch, <laughs> the Cool Ranch Urantia. <laughs> A, a 
in, or you could try the Supreme Urantia, which has an added layer of condensed milk on top. <laughs> it's just all very white. And then they don't want to call it a tres leches cake, so they <laughs> call it a three milks. <laughs> I love it because they don't like any people of color. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get it. They're like, we speak English here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Dumb. So, oh my god. at any anyway, uh, he and this is all like I said. He's putting his own books into this huge book, um, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a you know. Cool, cool ranch. Uh, you're in Tia. You're in Tia. Um, <laughs> and, and from one book, uh, Racial Decadence uh, says. <laughs> what a fucking dumb name. It's so dumb. It sounds like an awful like dessert or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. At Taco Bell for a limited time only. You can you can make your you're in Tia a combo with a racial decadence. <laughs> It's a lava cake with mayonnaise in it. <laughs> it's a vanilla lava cake. I'm with getting mayonnaise. nauseous thinking about this. Oh my god! I have to stop. Oh what? my god! Uh, so, in, in racial decadence, Sadler expresses, among other notions, that that the quote unfit should be sterilized, and that quote morality is hereditary. Oh, oh my god! Oh no! And that some races are more quote, more moral than others. He was misinformed. <laughs> My good God, this man. My God. And then in The Truth About Heredity, uh, Sadler writes that marriage between races is, quote, is to, is to be deplored when one of the races would be inferior as compared with the other, which happens to be the biological fact as concerns the white and the Negro races in this country. Ooh, Motherfucker. Fuck was- you. Not into people coming together. He was he was not into interracial marriage. He was not mm-hmm. into mixing races. He was he 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 basically he thought that people who weren't white should be sterilized. He was full blown like eugenics, like not even yeah. trying to hide it. Oh my god! Uh, also, what a time to be this way because no one cared. <laughs> yeah, um. people probably thought he was smart. Um, like, oh yes okay yeah like interesting and uh, this is like a hundred years ago this isn't i mean it, it sounds like it's a long time ago but it's it's not that long ago um yeah in the urantia one of the main guiding principles is that there are six human races mm-hmm. red orange yellow green blue and indigo the indigo oh. race is black people and Ugh. the book argues it is the most inferior race. The, the quote, superior race, according to the book, are fair-skinned and blue-eyed. Oh, mm. shocker. Very uh, Hillary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Urantia book argues for eugenics as a way to remedy the existence of, quote, inferior races, which is which they say are responsible for the existence of disease. Oh. It's so gross and so fucked up. And I don't know... If Hitler ever read this book, but if he did, he would have loved it and he would have totally joined their little fucking racist book club. Oh, my God. He would have gone to like the readings where it's like an the author like reads from the book and like got it signed after. Yeah, he would have loved it. He would have been like so stoked on this. Um, yeah. Oh, man. So- that's yeah. I mean, like that is typical eugenic stuff. Like n- none of the obviously like fully fledged white supremacists believe this shit still i mean people still, still believe this stuff and think about this stuff yeah this and, is, which is wild this i mean these concepts are not new they have been in our in our society floating around mm-hmm. and this was again these people were prominent physicians in their community yes. in chicago in a big city mm-hmm. and this was just people were stoked on it they loved it um that's this what i was gonna some, say this wasn't fringy. No, this at the time in the 1920s mm-hmm. was not fringy. It was, no. this was like a way of thinking. Um, some people were like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you're, you're a piece of shit. 
But, but for the most part, they were teaching this type of shit to other doctors. They're like, oh, you want to be a doctor? Here, let, let's sit down. Let's talk about how the races are different. And it's yeah. like, mm, I think the only difference is like how we appear physically. And if you don't uh, think that uh, you the the stain of eugenics hasn't trickled down into modern medicine, you mm-hmm. are sadly mistaken because most of the studies that are done on people don't include people of color, mm-hmm. disabled people, people yeah. that have any, like this is any, any study that has a percentage of people that have, you know, that's like widely known and over a long period of time mm-hmm. is strictly for and about white people. So it's still, I mean, even uh, like, even the way that black people are treated in terms of how their um how their pain tolerance is looked at is goes back to eugenics because there were rumors that like black people had thicker skin so so doctors are less likely to believe people when they say black people when they say I'm in a lot of pain. They're like, well, you're fine. I think you're fine, which yeah. is why women die at a higher rate during um ha- birth than you know white yeah. women or other women like black women are are uh, their pain isn't being taken seriously so no um i mean extremely famous black women serena like like serena williams almost died yeah. during childbirth because her oh pain God. wasn't taken seriously so just this is all just to say that this shit is insidious it has been in our our mm-hmm. society for a very long time and yeah we need to reconcile this shit and talk about it and get it the fuck out of here and be aware of it so that yeah. this shit doesn't keep happening. Yeah, be mindful of it. If you, especially like, obviously this past year has been like a year where we're like rewiring our brains because what we're taught is not the reality of things. And so I think we have a lot of listeners that work in the medical community and like, I think it's really important to talk about this stuff and be curious in terms of asking questions and challenging what people are telling you. Like, not the patients, but, like, what you're learning. It's like, does this sound suspicious to you? And it's not that that everybody is coming out here and just being a bad racist person. These are things that are being taught to people. And they're not questioning it. Why would you if your professor's like, oh, yeah, black people have, like, a lower pain tolerance? Or whatever, this, a higher this, pain tolerance. This was this was like taught to. This was literally taught in in medical yeah. school for a very long time. So yeah, got a lot of work to do. But this is where it well, all. This is how it all started with eugenics, and yep. this entire book, oh my God, is based on that. And it's disgusting, Ugh. really mm-hmm. heinous ideas that are all throughout this entire big ass fucking dumb sci-fi. It's so dumb racist fantasy book um <laughs> it's fucking fanfic it really is oh mm-hmm. my god it's white people um <laughs> so all that is to say for very many years this book was like kind of a mystery to who wrote it but like people eventually sussed it out figured out who it was who it was transcribed by who it was written by whatever mm-hmm. um and the there have been adherents to this book for ever since it was around. It's kind of like a little secret society. I would mm. kind I kind of think of it as. Yeah. Um, it's the Urantia Foundation, aka the Fellowship, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you that it's not a cult. That's what cults say, though. <laughs> that uh, that's what a cult would say. Yeah. That is exactly what a cult would say. We're not. A it's cult. just like, it's just like an MLM. They always are like, this is not. This is not a scam. It's this not a real. pyramid scam. It, this is a real fully fledged job. And you're, you're like, your own boss. <laughs> no. I'm like, did you have to pay to get this job? And they're like, yes, $3,000. And I'm like, ooh. Yikes. Look, look again. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wrong. Well, this, the, the fellowship, the Urantia Fonda- Foundation, they... They're a cult for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And in the year in Tia book, the Relevate, Re- Revelator mm. named the brilliant evening star of Nebadon. I'm sorry, Nebadong? Mm, why not? <laughs> Nabadong? 
<laughs> Is that eating a dick? Erin <laughs> just stuck her tongue out and wiggled it. <laughs> uh, they the Nebadon calls for the Urantians to replace Christianity with quote a new cult that will begin the quote true religion of the future. So Christianity is a cult, is what you're saying. Yeah, they're like, get this old cult out of here, this old dusty ass cult, and make way for the alien Christian Jesus cult. Yeah, alien Jesus. Hey, hey. Uh. <laughs> and so all this time we're talking about this horrible fucking book and these mm-hmm. weirdo eugenics people. Mm-hmm. Duh, remember Mo? The fucking oh founder of Celestial Seasonings. Mm-hmm. Remember how he had his entire guiding principle of his his professional career involved in Celestial Seasonings, would bring it into the boardroom, would put it on fucking the little tea tags, little quotes, inspirational quotes. Mm-hmm. That's all from this shit-ass book. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh remember? My God. Yeah. Remember what we're talking about? Remember how this loops back to the beginning? Mo loves Celestial Jesus because he was like, that guy's extra. Yeah, Terrestrial! He's extra, extra Jesus y. <laughs> Can I get extra Jesus, please? Uh, yeah. Thank you. With extra Jesus. Extra Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. And lest you think Mo isn't involved anymore. You thought maybe, oh, he, this was like a hippie phase. Maybe he just like read this book, was like totally inspired by parts of it, whatever. He picked mm-hmm. and chose like the good parts, whatever. He read that book and he liked it back in the 60s mm-hmm. so much that he's now the current president of the Urantia Foundation and hosts a weekly study group at his house. So he's he's very much involved. He's and in it. He's in it. And not only that, he wrote about it um, and said this, mm. Ill, quote, illness and disease result from evil and cause suffering. Yeah. Um, he wrote this in the 20 most asked questions that are, it's on the Urantia Book Fellowship website. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes on, unfortunate, quote, unfortunately, several factors hinder progress towards the development of a disease-free world. The law of genetics are immutable. And from and form the physical co- cornerstone of evolution. At the present time, mankind loses about as much progress as it makes by ignoring eugenics. Fucking woof. This man lo- is a most certainly an anti-vaxxer. Oh, um, he's an anti-everything that d- doesn't look like him. He probably hates women too, honestly. I mean, oh. he probably hates everyone who isn't a, a, a white male, but... Um, I love how like the illness and disease result from evil and cause suffering. I love how people point that out and then never look at like, oh, who like who's truly evil? Like who's causing suffering? It's like, oh, no one's looking like inward at themselves at like capitalism or like whatever. It's just like, oh, let's just blame the people who are sick. Yeah. I don't know. It's so fucking stupid. I hate it so much. This piece of shit. It's like, and also just talking about people that have, you know, diseases or Mm -hmm. like, you know, any kind of physical ailment is the most ableist shit you could possibly imagine. It's Mm -hmm. so fucked up. Um, Yeah, Uh, I don't know. It's it's so gross. But alien Jesus is testing them. I mean, this is the thing. People would rather, <laughs> instead of being like introspective and self-aware, they yeah. would rather make up shit about aliens mm-hmm. to get away from themselves mm-hmm. because they yeah. can't admit that anything that they do or say is wrong or bad. Like Men it will is- make up entire religions to avoid therapy is what we're saying. <laughs> yes. 1,000%. Yeah. Yes. It is... That is what's happening. That's what's happening. It's like, no, all you have to do, put a mirror in front of you, sit down and do some deep thinking. No, thank you. I'd rather write about aliens and eugenics and other fucked up shit. Did you know Adam and Eve were aliens? Because I can never be to blame for anything because I'm a perfect white male. I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, And he is, uh, 
I don't think he is part of Celestial Seasonings anymore, right? Maybe. I mean, okay, this is this is the thing. So Celestial Seasonings was purchased by Kraft Foods in 1984, and so Mo retired in 1986. He was like, I got my money, whatever. Um, but then the following year, Kraft tried to sell uh, Celestial Seasonings to Lipton, yeah. but then – Okay, this is fucking karma, and it's very fun. Bigelow stepped in and was like, excuse me, Monopoly much? You guys can't – no, you can't do this. Like, you are the two biggest tea companies. And so uh, he he successfully – he, like Bigelow's a person. Yeah. <laughs> Bigelow tea the company. Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> he was <laughs> – Oh, my God. Oh, you dear. know. Yeah. T. Bigelow. Um, no, Bigelow, the company, successfully challenged the sale under antitrust laws, and they won. And so then local management had to purchase back the company from Kraft in 1988. And since they did that, Mo came back in 91, and he served as CEO for another uh, nine years. Wow. Yeah. And since then, so he finally retired in 2002 when they merged with the Hain Food Group, which owns like a bunch of like not organic, but like healthy ish sounding foods like Terra Chips and shit. Uh, do they also own Ezekiel Bread? Oh, I don't know. I That's think- a great question. They own a yogurt, they own two kinds of chips. They owned some stuff I was like somewhat familiar with, um, but that I don't eat much of. It's all it all is supposed to be healthy, but it's like yeah. terror chips. Those aren't healthy. It's just not a potato. Yeah, it's just some other kind of root vegetable, right? I think. Or yeah, it's a blue potato. I don't know, but fucking they have okay money. The Hain, the Hain Celestial Group. It's still there's still Celestial in the name. Mm-hmm. Um. They own Alba Botanica. Oh, mm-hmm. the uh, like uh, shea oil or something. Yeah, like the some sort of oil. The, ni- the nice lotion. Oh, lotion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Avalon Organics, Celestial Seasonings, obviously. Mm-hmm. Earth's Best Organic, um, mm. Garden of Eaton, uh, <laughs> Health Valley, Jason. The um, like the not the like herbal deodorant and toothpaste and stuff. Mm. Um, no. I like chemicals in mine. No. <laughs> uh, Greek gods, the Greek yogurt you're talking right. about. Yeah, yogurt. Walnut acres, Maranatha, and some other stuff. But mm. yeah, that's yeah. It's a lot of lot of brands. Yeah, they're a big. I mean, like not all the brands are. I would imagine Celestial Seasoning is like one of their more. Commercial. Well known. Yeah, yeah. Commercial just because everyone knows Sleepy Time Tea. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's part of. Yeah. And then Hain, I think with the merger, they like brought on the name Celestial. So now they're the Hain Celestial Group. And a fun fact, in 2015, the Hain Celestial Group reached a settlement and agreed to pay consumers a seven point five million dollar compensation for mislabeling for mislabeling their products organic. Oh, and they were not. <laughs> they were not organic. I don't know what products it was, but they fucking lied. And um, yeah, that's it. I mean, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. Like, all it takes is branding because somehow Celestial Seasonings, which has been a fucking eugenics cult like brand, is somehow out here just like no- selling shit normal as ever. I honestly think it's been kept under the radar for so long because it's so, it it seems like people I don't know like the book itself sounded like esoteric and goofy that nobody mm. really looked into it or thought much about it and maybe they just thought that the two founders that were into it were just like being hippies on shrooms or something and didn't take it seriously, but they still Mo is still very much into it. So, yeah. Also, I mean, I feel like Celestial Seasonings is the Tom Cruise of the food world. Like everybody yes. knows Tom Cruise is fucking problematic and weird and like peddling Scientology bullshit. And where is Shelly Miscavige? You know what I mean? But also, if we put him in another Mission Impossible movie, he's going to make us millions of dollars. So... 
I don't know. We just look the other way. Sleepy time, Mission Impossible. (laughs) They're they're handshaking. They're the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Sleepy time is Mission Impossible of the T-World. It's a big, it's a blockbuster premiere. You know they have, they have like a honey lemon one, a like lavender chamomile. They have like all these different variations of sleepy time. There, it's yeah. like extra sleepy time with like mm-hmm. added fucking sleep. Melan- melatonin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's melatonin. Sleep extreme. <laughs> so, so sleepy time now with melatonin. But I do love sleepy time tea. Fuck. I know. So, well, I mean, he's not involved with the company anymore, so maybe it's fine. I don't know. So all that is to say, uh, listen. Yeah. You. Taking this information and you think next time you go to the grocery store, you'll see a box of celestial seasonings. You'll see that sweet, precious little bear in his little mm-hmm. nightcap dozing by the fire. And then you'll think that guy that started this company really hated everybody but white people. Yeah. And just tell a friend. You could still buy the tea. I don't care. Yeah. Just be like, did you know this company was started by a eugenics freak? Yeah, his name is Mo Siegel. Yeah. He sucks. Oh, man, yeah. Also, I went to the um, the Celestial Seasonings website. I, you know, I, like, Googled, like, Celestial Seasonings cult and stuff and found some articles that I read. But I was like, I wonder what the website says. Uh, and there was an About Me section, and none of this was in there. <laughs> They just talked about like the hippie, like cool vibe yeah. that they had just hiking through the forest, gathering herbs. Yeah, and no was- Urantia, no um, <laughs> Mo was mentioned. Mo was mentioned, but they weren't like, oh, and also neo Nazi Mo Siegel. No, they didn't say that. They mm. it was just regular Mo Siegel, and I and but I read the subtext like, oh yeah, eugenics, yeah, guy and Nazi. Well, if you want to read more about this there's uh like i said at the top the best article for it is by um megan giller Mm -hmm. and you can actually read the urantia online uh it is it's it it it's copyrights expired uh i think in like the 90s so it's just like it's just available online it's just free yeah that's almost worse it is it is worse um no so, but I don't know who would really want to sit down and crack this fucking book because it is, it, it's just like a lot. Um, I mean, people want to read that type of stuff because they're curious. Sure. You know, but it also just sounds like, just read like. Dune. Dune, yeah. <laughs> if just you read really, something else. If a you, fantasy. A Lord fantasy. of the Rings. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the, um, um. Hunger Games. Sure. That sort of shit's in there, too. Bridgerton was books before it was a Netflix show. Yeah. I need to read those books. I'll read them. Sexy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Well, shit. I know. This topic disturbed me more than I thought it would. I, I like, almost – I started, like, going down the rabbit hole, and I was, like, getting – more and more grossed out and like horrified and i was just like i don't like this yeah it was i feel like there's so many there's so many topics or like even just lately i've been thinking about eugenics as a topic just like how it infiltrated medicine and stuff but also it just feels so heavy and like it's like oh are we the appropriate people to talk about this and like what would you make fun of aside from like the doctors that are like stupid as fuck yeah. Um, but this felt like a great way to kind of touch on it and be like, this shit's fucked up. But also, like, there's- alien Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the thing. Yeah, there's so much about eugenics that this is very much the tip of the iceberg. Uh, yeah. It is so completely fucked up. And I don't know that we are equipped. Yeah. Uh, nor have the comedic uh angle to come at it mm -mm. because so many horrible things uh happened and were enabled by eugenics that yeah i don't even know how we could approach it as a subject it's not yeah Um, it's not entertaining and we're a comedy podcast so it just yeah yeah today we dipped our toe in we said yucks but that being said you should absolutely learn about it we can't we can't 
begin to undo or figure out any of this shit without Mm -hmm. reading books that aren't, you know, eugenics books. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But learning, but learning, learning about this shit and and being aware of it. So. Oh, my um, God. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Mm -hmm. We love you so much. Your angels, all of you. Um, Follow us on social media. Ooh, at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms were back on TikTok after a brief hiatus. <laughs> well, TikTok's hard, man. It's hard. It's, it's uh, time consuming. It's hard to make like a thing. It is. But I think I think if we take like a clip each week and we make it into a fun thing, it's easy. It kills two birds with one stone. It's our promotional material. It's fun. It's funny. Um, but yeah, it is hard. It's when the world is your oyster – Sometimes you just need guardrails, you know? It's like you want someone to tell you what you should do. And it's like we don't have people telling us that. So it's true. It's true. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, you need to have parameters to be creative, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, you do. Um, Well, um, I don't have anything else. So I'll just say, listen here, um, be excellent to yourselves. And this is very, very, very important also to each other important Mm -hmm. yeah all right bye-bye all right bye-bye